Hey, the Minnesota Vikings beat the Green Bay Packers in Border Battle 126, the final score 24-10. With Pete Bursich, I'm Paul Allen. Now, we record this right after the games. You could probably hear the Wisconsin marching band on the field at Lambeau Field. Um, after a Vikings victory, so therefore we are not completely conclusive on what exactly happened with Kirk Cousins, who left the field and he was on a cart. Now we're going to throw to a Kevin O'Connell press conference that hasn't even taken place yet. Sorry to be so discombobulated, but we're just trying to be straight with you. As of this recording, we, we assume Kirk Cousins is done for the year. We assume he's done for the year. Kevin O'Connell with his presser uh, may say that or may say something differently. But nevertheless, I mean, if this is even possible, it's a somber, potentially somber victory at Lambeau Field. It is, and that's the worst. I mean, that's like the worst part of it because you come here to Lambeau Field, you play so well, the defense plays so well, and then, you, you know, it, it, it's hard to enjoy it when something like that happens. This team fought itself back to four and four and you could see the momentum building and it's such a long season now that you're wondering where at where can this crescendo the offensive line continuing to do a great job the defense paul stepping up and and making jordan love look like it was his eighth game starting and and so overall i mean still some things we left on the table but for lambeau field what a great effort and it's just a shame that that's going to steal the highlights from what happened here defensively especially. And um, also the Vikings got a rushing touchdown to begin festivities from Cam Akers. Now Alexander Madison played a lot more than Cam in the second half, specifically when Kevin O'Connell and the team was salting away a victory. Uh, but nevertheless, we, there no longer are any teams in the NFL with no rushing touchdowns. We got one today. <laughs> yeah, we did, and it was Cam Akers, and it was a six-yard run, no less. And you know, overall, by the end, you know, by the end of the game, Paul. Again, the Vikings still not being great in the rushing department. We only ended up with 62 yards rushing on 31 carries, so two yards a clip. And you know, it's been a pat. It's been a pass-heavy project. It's been a pass-heavy offense, and that again points back to you know what happened today. So they're going to have to find a way to 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 stoke this running game. They're going to have to. Be creative, I assume. I mean, there's a lot that's going to have to happen on the offensive side. But if this defense can continue to play at the level it's playing and build on it and improve and, you know, take this on or this adversity on their shoulders, right, and continue to get better, you know, who knows what can happen. All right, let's uh, hear from Kevin O'Connell and his post-game press conference following a 14-point victory over the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know, very, very uh... – Excited about our team's performance. Um, we uh, made it a point um, at the start of this month, knowing we would have five opportunities in the month of October to reset our season. We've done that. Uh, we're 2-0 in the NFC North. There's a lot of, a lot of good football out in front of this team. Uh, but I do want to uh, first start out and just say, uh, thinking about uh, our quarterback, uh, uh, went out today again, as he has for um, you know most of the 2023 season played the quarterback position um, as well as anybody in our league um, and just continued to build and build and build. Uh, you know, we are fearing um, currently uh, he's, he's being evaluated and will be uh, into tomorrow. We are feeling an Achille, uh, fearing an Achilles injury. Um, the severity of that, I do not know at this point. 
Um, but I know that's what you know our fear is in the moment, and we'll confirm uh, that uh, as soon as possible. Um, thinking of Kirk, uh, our locker room, every single player in our locker room. Um, you know, thinking about our leader, our guy right now, and uh, I'm just so proud of him. Proud of the way he's played all season long, and and uh, you know, it's you know whatever is the case if if we don't have him for. Uh, one snap or or uh, for the duration of our season that will not change uh, the fact of what I believe Kirk Cousins the level he played to this year and ultimately what he's meant to me uh, and our organization uh, so uh, thinking about him right now uh, but uh, I'm very I, I am excited uh, for our team um, coming it is not an easy place to come get a road victory in the NFC North at Lambeau Field I thought the def defensive performance was phenomenal. Gave that whole side of the ball and the coaching staff game balls. Um, just you know, six, drive, six three and outs they forced. Uh, you know, got the huge turnover that we then scored on the next play. Complimentary football at its finest, and then some of those you know stops on downs there um, in the second half to really allow us to keep a pretty comfortable lead there all the way to the very end. Um, offensively, I thought we were efficient throughout the whole game. Um, you know, didn't have our you know first three and out till pretty late there in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, really executing on third down, coming out of the half, getting a touchdown, and then following that up with a sudden change touchdown. Uh, just, I think our team um, has really learned, especially through the first three weeks of the season. Uh, we have uh, kind of allowed that adversity to be constant learning and growth uh, for our team. And the team in that locker room right now is a very confident team, and they know we're getting better and better. And uh, we're going to continue to push forward on, on, the, on the hunt for uh, just playing better and better and being our best when it's required. And um, I just love, the, I love this team, and I, and I love what they're all about right now. And it's a credit to those guys. Do you have contingency plans for quarterback at the moment? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, you know, it's, it's first and foremost, we'll confirm the severity of the injury. Um, and then we'll, you know, we'll talk internally and uh, getting, you know, get a lot of, you know, opinions and thoughts on where we're at. Um, I did think Jaron did a nice job. It's not easy to come in cold, legitimately cold, and, and, and get a couple completions there. Third down completion to TJ was big in the landscape of, you know, time and forcing them to use their timeouts. Uh, every single offensive player told me he was very, very good with his communication, snap counts, cadence, all the things. Sometimes you're a little, uh, you know, you, you give a second thought to that maybe you don't normally when uh, when Kirk's in there, but uh, I thought Jaron was incredibly cool, calm, and collected, and um, we'll definitely talk about what the best thing is moving forward, but it's going to take our entire football team to rally around Kirk, just like we've had to do around Justin and Marcus and you know some of the other things that happened early on in the season, uh, but that's exactly what we'll do. Uh, we do not know any other way. Yeah. Yeah, I do know one thing, Kev. I, I do know it's going to have to be an injury that um, makes him not capable physically of playing because if it has anything to do with pain tolerance or, you know, a choice to go out on the football field, Kirk Cousins is going to be out on the field. Um, so, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out the severity of it and uh, you guys know, you know, what my fear of is right now of the injury. And, uh, you know, when we confirm that, you know, as an organization, you know, we'll try to move to forward in the short term knowing uh, that, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not sure anybody in this league overall was, was playing as well or if not as well as, as Kirk at the position this year. Is there any reason to think that 
think at least in the very short term that Jaron would not be the starter? No, I, I, I think uh, in, in my mind, I think we've got to take a look at uh, potentially all the options, including uh, building the best possible group around Jaron, um, knowing that uh, you know, we're going to continue uh, to build a complete offense you know, based upon a lot more than just the quarterback. But, but I will say, um, previously on Monday night and today on third down, uh, you know, Kirk was absolutely fantastic and um, you know, just, just hurts to know that that, that uh, he's not more than likely going to be able to continue uh, progressing forward on what has really felt like maybe his best season as a pro. So, Kevin, is Nick Mullins close to being? Yeah, a that's that's a great question, Ben. Um, you know, he's progressing along, and uh, that will definitely. That's why I don't want to commit one way or the other because I, you know, we've been kind of allowing Nick to, you know, rehab, and, and he's done a really nice job. He's getting stronger. Um, I imagine he'll be a real possibility for us. I don't know what next week looks like. Uh, but that's why I don't really want to confirm or commit to anything quite yet. But I'll keep you guys posted um, as the week goes on. Yeah, you could hear the disappointment in the players' voices. They're happy with the win, but disappointed. Yeah, I think you can feel it. You guys can feel it throughout our whole locker room. Uh, they know. Our, our guys know. Um, and, and I didn't really want it to be something where we just don't talk about it. Um, so, you know, acknowledge, gave all the defensive guys game balls. I thought K.J. Osborne, one yard away from a 100-yard performance. He was huge. Jordan, T.J. were all big time uh, today, uh, but the last game ball was for Kirk, and uh, rightly so, because uh, he's playing absolutely fantastic football for us. What did he make like the synergy with you, him, and just the offense as a whole these last two games yeah. has been as like efficient, rhythmic as, as you've seen with your time? Yeah, I, you know, and I would have liked to run the ball a little bit better today. I think we were, you know, basically right, about to, right at two yards of carry. Uh, would have liked to see us, you know, take advantage of uh, of some things a little more. But that's a good front over there. Uh, they're incredibly healthy. That defense got healthy. Uh, but as far as our pass game was concerned, and and really the run game and the commitment to it, continued to set up some of those looks. Maybe in the play pass game, I thought our screen execution. We got the one to Jordan. Um, that was a big play. And then, um, you know, like I said, third down, red zone. Uh, Kirk's ability to really digest a lot. Uh, you know, I could put a wristband on anybody in this room right now, and they're not going to be able to digest, you know, what uh, Kirk's been able to do on those downs, um, and and getting us to the right play, understanding my vision, uh, my intent, our offensive staff's intent for the play, regardless of the look, we're going to have an answer, and he's finding it and has been finding it time and time again, and that's really fueled uh, our offensive production, and then allowed our defense to rest, and then come on the field, recharge, and make their plays. Um, so it, complimenting football the way we kind of envisioned it has really existed these last two weeks. It's been good. It's been fun to see. We've seen what he's done on the field to kind of spark you from that poor start. What has he meant just off the field in the locker room and stuff and getting you all back to where Yeah, you it's are a great now? question because those are the things people don't see. Um, they don't see uh, just the same exact guy with an energy and, and a positivity to chase improvement every single day. Um, regardless of circumstance, short week, ex bonus days, road game in the NFC North, um, he's just meant, I know he's meant so much to me personally in the role that I'm in, uh, knowing that I can lean on him and uh, ultimately uh, work as hard as we possibly can together for the betterment of our football team. Um, he talked to the offense, you know, Saturday uh, about, you know, the truest measure of performance is consistency and it's the hardest thing to do in the NFL. And that's all he's really done this year is demonstrate and prove that. Um, against some really, really good defenses, you know, road, home games, all those things. Uh, so uh, my challenge to, you know, to our whole team 
is going to be we're going to we're going to need to you know absorb this uh, you know own it and, and the reality of this but we're going to have to be there for our guy we're going to have to be there for Kirk every step of the way um, and then ultimately you know, vice versa I, I, I have zero concern that Kirk won't continue to be the leader of our football team um, even if he can't jog out there and take snaps. Kevin, what did you I guess observe or what did you hear from the medical staff as far as how it happened if I could kind of you know, step up in the pocket? Yeah I think he you know I think he stepped up in the pocket uh, you know we were you know kind of calling a safe play right there a little bit of a screen uh, kind of double double move in case they were aggressive in the moment um, I think it was a three-man rush and, and, and he kind of stepped up in the pocket and um, that's all I saw, Ben. Um, I just know just some of my dialogue with Kirk. Uh, seems like maybe his, his cleat might have got stuck in the ground or, or whatever it was. It's not probably right for me to speculate. I just know that uh, incredibly, incredibly unfortunate in that moment. Last couple. Oh, Jordan Addison, the, the, way that, sorry, the way that Jordan Addison stepped up. Uh, yeah. What does it mean to follow up a big performance a couple days later do the same thing again? Yeah, no, he's, uh, you guys can see we're using him a lot of different ways. Had him out of the backfield today. Uh, once and and then just molt motions and you know just trying to take advantage of the fact that he has a complete skill set. Um, had a couple more opportunities that you know he was he was as mad as anybody about you know down in the, the touchdown and and then potentially that ball down the sideline there versus man coverage uh, that got overturned on review. Um, but I'm very very excited about Jordan. But how about you know KJ Osborne? You know he doesn't get talked about a whole lot and all he's done since he's really assumed a more of a significant role with the Minnesota Vikings is continuously uh, make plays, huge third down catch for an explosive. Uh, but then it's also his ability to be really all three spots at once uh, makes him so incredibly versatile. And, and TJ Hawkinson continued, uh, picked up right where he left off uh, once he was able to overcome that injury on Monday night. I was curious that you know, kind of irrelevant, but, uh, but um, some of the special teams mistakes like kicking a ball out of bounds and then Jay lining up offside yeah. you know, twice. This yeah, I was, uh, you know, that, that's definitely something we've got to work on and improve. Too many penalties in the kicking game phase. Um, you know, I'll have to take a look at that, at the hold that they called. Uh, I did not see it live, um, but uh, I know 10, you know, if there was a, if there was a hold right there uh, and if it was, you know, what, what I think it probably was, you know, those officials seem pretty adamant about it and, and I do respect that. Um, I know there was 10 other guys doing their job to, to spring tie for uh, what would have been, you know, a huge, huge play in that moment. Um, but yeah, we've got to clean up. That, that tends to happen um, when you've, you've kind of your rosters being elevated from within, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, guys like Brandon Powell taking more, more reps defensively. I, I know TD got out there a little bit uh, at linebacker. Andrew Booth playing more snaps. You just start seeing, um, you know, more of your, Kind of combined roster with the elevations from the practice squad and and uh, you know guys that we're going to ask next man up mentality regardless of the position um, and uh, you know we've got to make sure our execution is clean and, and can't have penalties in that phase. And then Greg, then Greg's, first, Greg's first miss. Uh, yep. it's like fourth and one at the twenty-four. Curious why you didn't go for it. Yeah, I just felt like uh, you know there we had internally talked a lot about starting fast and and I know uh, you know our opponent had had talked a lot about starting fast. Uh, I just felt like in that moment, three points, getting it there, uh, my faith in Greg to, to knock it through. Uh, we just didn't get the kick. We didn't, we didn't make the kick. And, um, you know, once again, the word response comes to mind because over the, you know, whether it's our defense going out the field, uh, on the field in that moment or offensively uh, taking the field the next drive and consistently moving the ball, I felt like, uh, most of the day. And 
um, I was pretty confident in our group to, to be able to continuously, regardless of what it looked like previously or how it ended previously, I was pretty confident in our group to go out and execute. Uh, there's the information from a KOC after a 24-10 victory in Border Battle 126. How about K.J. Osborne? Eight catches, 99 yards, 12 and a half a clip. He had a long of 32. Targeted 10 times, most of any Vikings receiver. Man, he came through big on third down. He did, and I, you know, I love exactly how they did it. It was right, you know, it was right after um, the, uh, the 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 big interception on the Vikings defense by Josh Metellus to turn around on that next play, take a shot at the end zone and score. You know, and you and you look at that between Osborne, Hawkinson, and Addison, you know, you're looking at 21 receptions and, you know, nearly 300 yards of offense. So those three guys without J.J. picked up the slack, right? That group picked up the slack, and Cousins is, you know, throwing the ball where it needs to go. And it makes it hard for a defense to say, well, with J.J. gone, this is the guy that we have to take away. So there's a lot of options there offensively. And, you know, the system and what we're, what they're trying to do, I mean, there were many times that we had blitzes. They had blitzes called, and we ran a screen, found a way to get behind them. You know, the play calling today I thought was very, very good. Uh, the execution was very, very good. And so, you know, offensively, we just like to see us run the football a little bit better. But outside of that, man, it's hard to fault this offense at all. Great job, my brother. Thank you, Paul. That's Pete Bursich, and I'm Paul Allen. The Vikings beat the Green Bay Packers 24-10, uh, despite some uh, some bad news about Kirk Cousins uh, and the bottom part of his right leg. That's the Vikings postgame report. Minnesota has won four consecutive games, and Green Bay has lost four consecutive, falling to 2-5. and five. Thank you very much for listening.